Erickson, and you're listening to my podcast, Sound Off, on music challenging the status quo. In each episode, I explore creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about life in the 21st century. Today's special guest is Pipa Virtuoso Wu Man. She's carved out such an impressive career collaborating with orchestras worldwide and through performing as a founding member of Yo-Yo Ma's Silk Road Ensemble, or collaborating with the likes of the Kronos Quartet. She's an inspiration in what cross-cultural musical collaborations can be. Listen on to find out why she chose Pipa, how she learned improvisation, and more about her album Flow, a collaboration with Shakuhachi player Kujiro Umezaki. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Pipa is a traditional Chinese instrument and exists in China over 2,000 years. Um, it's quite an old instrument. When I started learning the instrument, I was 12. And uh, um, that time, the traditional instrument was quite popular in China. So my parents uh, kind of you know, pushed me and said, here, here you go. This is the instrument you're going to play. And I had no choice. <laughs> that time, you know, 70s, early 80s, uh, as I mentioned, the Chinese traditional instrument or traditional music is, was quite popular in China. All my generation kids basically all learn, uh, mostly learn, you know, pipa and uh, dulcimer, flute, uh, fiddle, erhu, yangqing. Um, so a lot of a traditional instrument, um, not like today, you know, a lot of kids learning piano. And that time, a piano or Western instrument uh, was kind of a hidden uh, in a lot of uh, household, not that popular. So, <laughs> um, so I was actually, I was lucky to, um, to pick up a pipa to learn. So I, and then I went to music school in Beijing the music conservatory, and when I was 13, by that time, I already knew this is my career, this is my, uh, you know, this is my going to be, this is my job, I'm going to be a musician. (laughs) ¶¶ 
That's Summer, from Wu Man's album Flow, out now on Inner Circle Records. I'm Katie Hendrickson, and this is Sound Off on Music Challenging the Status Quo. Wu Man is my guest in today's episode. As a frequent collaborator to musical projects that include the Silk Road Project, she's worked with a dizzying array of musicians. It's really difficult to believe that at one point in her career, she didn't know anything about the world of jazz or improvisatory music, but that's exactly the case. So here is a story. So after concert, someone, <laughs> some guy came to me and said, hey man, you know, like, how are you? I, my name is Wu Man, as I said. So every time people call, hey man, I feel like they're calling me. Um, so, and he said, I, you know, I'm jazz musician and can, uh, you know, your instrument is so uh, unique and fascinating. I wanted you, um, invited you to play in my band. Um, so I, I'm like, what do you play? They said, we play jazz. I had no idea what the jazz means, but, <laughs> and, um, so I went to the rehearsal. I was looking for music score. You know, there's music. And they said, no, no, there's no music. No music score. You just listen. You improvise. And also that improvise, that word to me also, it's, it's a new vocabulary. I never heard it. What did that mean? Improvise. Oh, you just made up right away. <laughs> and uh, when they said, oh, woman, there, there's, here is your solo. I, I had, like, I was very panicked. I said, solo what am I gonna do and how can I play and they kind of very uh, nicely said whatever you want to play just try it so I played the Marshall style you know very dramatic uh, like a rock and roll guitar that's one of the people style and everyone said wow this is cool um so so that was a successful <laughs> experience but after that I really um started to think and what did that mean? What a kind of, what did that experience to me? Because uh, I'm training from conservatory, everything from a music score. Um, what did that mean? Improvisation. And that I actually, going back to my, my Chinese traditional music uh, 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 tradition, and I found out actually um, all those years we, we lost the, the spirit of, of traditional music of what did that mean, improvisation, because all my older teacher, older generation, a lot of folk musicians, they all actually based on improvisation. So basically I kind of rediscovered Chinese music. Actually, yes, we, we are, uh, we were uh, improvised. Um, so that's to me, it's really uh, quite a value to me um, discovered actually in New York with a jazz musician. You mentioned on your website about your uh, you seeing Seiji Ozawa in 1979 and experiencing live Western classical music for the first time. Uh, I'd love to hear you talk about um, about that moment and maybe like uh, the the juxtaposition between Western classical and Chinese traditional music. Uh, just talk a little bit about that. Uh in the early years yeah. of the second yeah. visit to China. Um, yeah, that was, that was like a huge thing, um, huge um, for, for my generation, especially for young, young musician, you know, want to be a musician and, and a student. Um, 
it's a I still remember very vividly and and it was in this like sports stadium Boston City playing the stadium not in the concert hall because at that time we don't have many like high quality concert hall and because of the demanding of audience so many people wanted to you know go to the concert and so they put in the in the stadium um thousands thousands uh, audience and uh, um, and here is I I saw here is the Japanese man be a conductor. I was fascinated by that. And and also the first time I you know usually we heard from a from a record you know from recording and and all of all the the musician from different country or they play Western classical music. It's never related with the, I see the person in front of me play the, you know, they're a foreigner, you know, to us. They play the instrument. Um, so it was first time for me to experience Americans play in the stadium, but this is a Asian guy conduct. <laughs> um, I just couldn't figure out how come, you know, the Asian should be play Asian traditional music, why they play Western classical music. But he's the boss, he's a conductor, and every all the all the musicians look at him. <laughs> um, so that kind of opened totally opened my my mind as a young musician. I think I was in high school or middle school, um, already in the conservatory. And um, so that's also kind of inspired me um, to when I graduated and I came to United States and to looking for to looking for bigger um, bigger stage to looking for other things you wanted to know wanted to learn uh, what's going on outside of China and and what what did the musician life look like in America and why why how the Asian or or like how can I play the pipa and and survived in in this country or in the West? Uh, let's talk now about uh, a little bit about your album Flow, and it's it's based off these natural gardens. I, I love the whole the whole context of the album. Maybe talk a little bit about that and why you decided to embark on this album. Yeah, the so so the the new album Flow. Um, in Chinese, it's a beautiful title we call Liu Fang. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. Um, and I live in California, Southern California, San Diego. So um, in, in LA, there's uh, Huntington Library. There's a Chinese garden. There's also a Japanese garden. And they've been there for, for many, many years and with a lot of um, people visit. And uh, But first time... When I walked in the Chinese garden um, years ago, it was immediately reminded me my hometown, Hangzhou. And the garden, is, it's a Suzhou style, which is the city near my hometown. So both cities called Zhou, Hangzhou and Suzhou. Um, the, the pavilion, and the bamboo, the plants, the tree, the flowers, and even the little fish pond, even feel to me like all oh, the smell, <laughs> smell exactly like my hometown. So every time I just really love to be there. Um, 
uh, I took some picture and I sent back to my Chinese friends. They they were shout like, "Oh, you're in Suzhou! Come over, visit us!" I said, "Nope, I'm in LA." <laughs> this project is based on the garden. Um, they have an artist, um, Tang Qingnian. That's his name. Um, she's. A, oh, I'm sorry. He is a um, visual artist, uh, installation and video. Um, so he took a picture from the garden for four seasons um, with a different um, plant, different flowers, sometimes bamboo, sometimes uh, tree and a lot of water. And, and it's such a beautiful and different color of the different season. Um, so um, the hunting to ask me to come up with the music, with the video. So that was the original idea. But in this video, we have pipa and the shakuhachi, which is the Japanese flute. Actually, both instruments related each other. So Japanese flute shakuhachi was introduced from China in Tang Dynasty, which is also over southern years. Um, as Ko, um, Kojilo mentioned, uh, actually from my hometown, Hangzhou. But also the culture of Japanese and Chinese in the early days, we shared a lot of, we are very, very similar. And, uh, but also we're very different as well. So that's why we decided to let's, let's play together, wing instrument and the plucking instrument. And uh, so that's why we come up with this. And with the four seasons, four pieces and the plus bamboo. Um, bamboo also, um, for both uh, both tradition culture Chinese and Japanese, it's a very special plant because bamboo is evergreen. There is no season, always green. Um, so for us, um, we always say if this people very this person very strong, we always say like a bamboo. And also my instrument, the frets, pipa, the frets are made by bamboo, and the shakuhachi made by bamboo. So there is a lot of, somehow, you know, a lot of things just come together. Um, so we can't wait for this project.
That's the track Bamboo from Flow, an album by Wu Man, my special guest in today's Sound Off, a collaboration with shakuhachi player Kojiro Umezaki. Now, Wu Man and I spoke a little bit about all the Asian hate crimes that are happening in the United States, and uh, I really teared up when she talked to me about this. For Like myself, if I... If I don't know the thing or don't know the people, the person, I have a fear. I have no confidence. Uh, the reason, because I don't know them or I don't know. If I went to some you know, foreigner place, um, but so that's why there's a distance. Um, if, you, if you know each other, if you understand, if you respect, there will no fear. They will, you will be more confident. Um, like last time, I, I, um, I, you know, I always said this a story and you know, telling people that the that usually we think like uh, my experience, like I think Central Asia to me was like far away. And those people I look at all from a TV and like it look so scary. And, uh, you know, um, you know, they look different. They wear different costumes, different clothes. And uh, so there is a dissidence already there in, in my mind. Um, so when I, you know, you know, I've been playing with the so-called ensemble. I've been playing with a work with many, many um world music musician and a lot of from Central Asia lately and from Africa from different countries um, and uh, you we, we become buddy we become we understand I visited there and it was so enjoyable and love the food love the people um, so I always say there's a tune we played in uh, in China we know for a long long time this tune from the west part of China and uh, so 
um, last year actually I I worked with a couple musicians from uh, from Central Asia. So I bring up this tune. Um, I can I can like show you a little bit the tune. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So this is a, this is a tune I grew up with, and from a western part of China, and I bring up this beautiful tune, and everyone jumped up. They said, "Oh no 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 no! This is not Chinese song. This is a, this is Uzbek. This is a, this is my song." And then and then the Tajik musician said, "No no no! This is from Tajik." And the Syrian musician said, "No, this is Turkish. This is an old Turkish tune." So everyone was kind of no no no. And then we figure out that this is a. a a scale um, was so popular in this particular area in Central Asia, and of course they from Turkey to Uzbekistan to Tajikistan, even to Syria to a lot of those countries and western part of China. So we are, we all figure out yes, we actually this belong to us. So, so that reminded me. Um, as you asked me for this this time, what happened to Asian. Because people don't know each other, so I think we we really um, needed to open mind to rethink. We actually this this globe we are same. We are came from same roots. We if we know each other more, we understand each other, respect each other, and you your life will be much happier. And angry, it just doesn't doesn't healthy for <laughs> for human being for hu for human life. Um, you know, we I should say everyone should play music <laughs> to be a musician, and it, it, you see much bigger. You know, much bigger. You op open your mind a much bigger world. So we will be a much better place if we all play music. to Wu Man around the release of her album Flow, out now on the label In a Circle Records, which is an awesome record label run by violinist Johnny Candlesman of the String Quartet Brooklyn Rider. I'm Katie Hendrickson, and you've been listening to Sound Off, which explores creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about life in the 21st century. Sound Off, solely produced by me, is a part of the Critical Frequency Podcast Network. Keep up with all things Sound Off online at soundoffkatie, that's Katie with a Y, dot com. You can sign up for my accompanying Substack newsletter and connect with me on Instagram there. Be sure to smash that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts so you receive the latest episode as soon as it drops. I'm so excited about my next guest, none other than Damon Locks, who leads the musical project Black Monument Ensemble. Until next time, I hope you continue resonating with that great force of music. Music